And on a Sunday, my ticket is a one-way I'm about to play in the sky I always knew you'd make it one day Today was such a fun day Ozzy Circus Radio. Uh, what up, guys? Uh, we're brought to you by LearnToSkydiveAustin.com and WazzyCircus.com, home of Galacta Track prints and apparel. Ha, I did it. <laughs> what up? Hey, I'm here today with a very funny man. Uh, I met on the streets of Austin in the, in, the, in the gutters of the open mic community, just ripping it up on stage. Super cool cat. My buddy Dre Ricks. What's up, dog? What's going on? What's, What's going, going on? down, son? Chilling, man. Uh, welcome to Wazzy Circus Radio, man. Appreciate you. It's a pleasure to have you on. Appreciate You're a funny it. motherfucker, dog. Hey, I'll try. <laughs> 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 All right. So we were talking about uh, waiting tables and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did that for about 10 years. Yeah, yeah, man. I did about thirteen. How does that, how does that translate to comedy? Oh, is yeah. that not like the baseline of comedy? Yeah, I mean that's that's <laughs> probably the front lines of being in front of people, especially being in front of people that, in the worst way, it's like yeah. they're hungry. So you learn that. I don't know. A lot of new waiters probably don't know this, but when you first walk up to a table, they're hungry. Yeah, and they don't really want to fuck with you. Right. You know what I mean? So you got to kind of like schmooze them and like be cool, be calm. Right. And then when they finally get something in, they kind of open, and you know, they eat something, they kind of open up to you, and that's when you can really, like, pers- right, show right, your personality right. and yeah, talk yeah. to them. And, but a lot of people don't think about that. It's like, no man, that- when, when you first sit down, you're hungry. You don't really want to fuck with nobody. You just want something. Yeah, and if you think about how that applies to a set, hey, people are sitting there, they need something. They want something. So if you hit them with a banger, right off the gate. and then hit them with the food later, but you got to give them an appetizer. See, I always try to hit them with something big because I'm trying to establish myself, but I don't need to do that. You just make them laugh. Make them laugh. Yeah, if you can get them to laugh. A little giggle. From the get-go. I was, uh, I got something on my wall right now. I, I write a lot of uh, stuff to remember on my wall, and it says, uh, be funny before you even open your mouth. Yeah. If you can do that, then they already, they already open up to you. You know, they already know... Right, you're a funny dude. Right, right. More receptive to what you're about to say. Right, 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 right. And that's more of an attitude, or is that your swag? Is that be funny, like be funny before you even open your mouth. Right, like you just just, be in that spot. Yeah, be in that that. And you get in the door. That's how you get in the door with the people. Right. And then they're open, and then you can go into your routine and. You know, unless you're just terrible, then they're, but Which, they're still receptive to you. Yeah, they are. Hey, um, I think I like to tell people is tell people that you love them before you speak to them. Mm. Right? Si- silent in your heart. It'll change the way you speak to them and how you see and all the judgment falls away. There's nothing that can battle that. Yeah. Right? So, but <laughs> it's hard on the stage sometimes to be like, I love these cats. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, not really. Not really. It's you fun. As soon as you get up there, you know, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. Because you really only hate the people that start heckling and shit like, uh, in the wrong times. At the wrong times <laughs> and other people, man. There's people listening to jokes and regurgitating them, man. It's, that's it's, it's, it's that's also a no-no. That's crazy. That's a no-no. That's yeah. crazy to open mic to do that. And I hear I, a couple times I've heard jokes where it's like, man, I, I think that's word for word a joke I heard before. It's like <laughs> word for word, word for word. But I, I think that was Bill Burr. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> did he just? Because you know, some people go up there with the essence of another comedian. Like that might sound like Mitch Hedberg, but they don't tell a Mitch Hedberg joke. Right. The, the, that's your. That's, that's, that's their funny. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's their cadence. That's how they come off. 
But some people, you like, I feel like I heard that joke, uh, and not from you. At all. At all. At all. Yeah. And the thing with the internet and Pandora and YouTube, we are listening. Everybody's listening to jokes. You're not stealing shit today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're like, there's, there's material coming at you randomly. You don't even have to search for comedians anymore. You know? like it's true. Like, it's true. new guy I'm listening to, Cy Edmondson, Amundsen. Okay. He's Friggin' hilarious on Pandora. He was just on somebody else's station, and I liked him, and I found his, you know, and that's how people are doing to find these comedians, man. So yeah. you can't steal jokes. You can't steal jokes. <laughs> What's tricky, though, is, uh, is a lot of people are on the same wavelength brain-wise. Like, so right. they're thinking of the same concepts all the time, you know? Right. So it's yeah. like a lot of jokes will be similar because, like, there might be a million Trump jokes, and some of them are sound a lot of, well, like, go- yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or... But the people are on the same wavelengths all the time. It's weird. Like, right. You could go to another state and hear some of the same same jokes, like same premises. But right. it's just worded differently, and that's okay. But, but you can tell if it's a different perspective or it's yeah. exactly the same. Thing. Yeah, exactly the same. A, that's a no-go. Yeah, yeah. That's a no-fly zone. So um, <laughs> how often are you revamping? Like, are you... How much do you have right now? 15, 20, strong, 30 minutes, strong? Strong, I could probably go, I could probably go 15. 15 strong, that's it, out of what, two hours of material probably? Yeah, that's a lot of Three open, hours, that's yeah, a lot of open that's mics. That's a lot of you, I know, you're grinding <laughs> it out. That's a lot of open mics. Uh, yeah, it's hard to put five minutes together, but <sighs> you, you know, you get those jokes at work and then you keep them, and then you just try to make the segue straight, and then right. you get a solid 15. So... My thing is, I'm not sure when to interchange what works when we're trying something new yet, right? It's, yeah, that's tough. Uh, I guess if you just, like, so me, I move around. Like, I go to San Antonio. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, I went out to does. Houston, I, Austin, and I try to get in front of different crowds and then try the same joke. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if I feel like it works fairly right. well in all three, then it's a, it's a keeper. And then, you yeah. know what I mean? So I'm in front of, like, the same. Twelve comedians. Yes, yeah, so every every set, right? Maybe like a sprinkling of their friends that are different. Yeah, and when you get into places like that, what you want to do is kind of zone in on the people that you don't know. You, you know told I mean? me that when I met you, and I've used that ever since. You told me that at yeah. the bar. I was like, man, these are the same guys. I'm telling the same jokes. They're yeah. a little better, but it's the same stuff. You're like, nah, not everybody. Not There's somebody in there that hasn't heard it. Zone in on them and tell them a joke. Watch them killing it. Yeah, I watch. Mean, hey, and since that, you told me that, and I was in New York. I've started watching the crowd, mm-hmm. and I've seen them thinking about my jokes and shit. I'm like, holy shit, there's a whole different dimension with the crowd. Yeah, that's what they call crowd work. It's not just y'all happy to be here tonight. Yeah, but 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 no, it's like crowd work. There's people in the crowd. It's real shit. You know what I'm saying? And, it, yeah. and to make that connection is tough. But it is. It, but it's awesome. I just did a. There's a place called Buzzmill down here off of Riverside. Okay. You heard about it? Uh-uh. Well, Buzzmill, they do like a variety open mic on Mondays. And uh, she had me featured. We did like that one year anniversary. All right. And so I did 20 minutes, but the crowd was so spread out. And there was a lot of people that had seen me coming to that open mic before. Right. So I had to zone in on a chick that was posted up on a post. She was like leaning against the post. I'd right. never seen her before, but she was laughing because I was doing some new material. Right. I didn't know if it was going to hit. Right. And I was like, all right, at least I got this chick paying attention. I can at least focus on her. Right. And if if, if she's laughing, at least I got something. Got I can keep something. that. Oh. I can keep that. You know. And out of a crowd of how many people? It's hard to judge. It was probably about it was probably about thirty, forty people spread right. out though. Yeah. And it's tough when it's spread out room because the laughs 
when people are together laughing, it's contagious. Right. When people are spread out and there's a few spotted laughs, there's a few right. people that are still distracted by other things. Right. You know, it's not like a comedy club setting. And so you really got to kind of pick who you're watching and pick who you focus on. And, and man, it's like... It's tough to tell if something's <clears throat> right. If you never look up, you'll never see that one girl. Yeah. You'll never know what's going on. No, you're dead. You're dead in the water because you'll get in your head and you'll say, I didn't, hear, I didn't hear a lot of laughs, so you're thinking it didn't work. It didn't work, yeah. But it's just because the room is spread out. Right. And it could be, you could be killing. You could all that material could kill in the comedy club, but at that room, you just got to focus. You know what I'm saying? You got to right. see who's paying attention. If they're paying attention, then you know right. it's working. It's, they're killing it. So what's your favorite room that you've worked so far? Oh man, Cap City! We did that competition in uh, the funniest person. Funniest person in Austin. You did it. We did it. I how, did it. How uh, was it, man? Crazy. It was right. It's crazy. nuts. It's a crazy schedule. Two hundred fifty, two hundred seventy-five people, all laughing in in uh together. And, and they want to. They're there they to want laugh. To. But the, that crowd, I can't wait sit, to get to Cap City. They're show. sitting on the edge of their seats. They can't wait. Can't wait for the next show. And it's. I've never felt that yet. When you go, that was my first time in front of that many people. And when you go from open mics to that, uh-huh. and uh, like you get laughs at the open mic, right. it's like it's okay, it's cool. But when you get laughs, when 275 people laugh, and then it's like a it hits you, and you got to pause. You're like, oh, wow, I didn't plan on any of this. I didn't plan on any of this laughter. Wow, because at open mics, the laughs don't last that long. Nah, they don't. They ain't even listening. So yeah, they're on the phones thinking about their set. 275. That makes you. It'll take you back. I can't second. imagine. You're like, all right, I got to slow down because I can't talk over the laughs, first of all. And they're, right. laughing, they're laughing hard. Right. They're laughing hard. I was like, I, I never experienced this before. So, right, right. So if I wow, like, like, yeah. It's addicting, too. When you, when you, when you feel your material working. Hey, I've got a couple of doses, son. Like, yeah. at Tramps, man, I have played Tramp. at Tramps <laughs> one night. And it was like, I got off the stage, dude. I could fly. Yeah. Hot, done. Yeah. I couldn't even do. It was crazy. It was my first good set. It was when I first... After about a year and a half, three years of writing, probably two years of writing, no shit, a year and a half of trying, um, I finally made the transition from a guy standing there telling jokes to a comedian. Yeah. To where it wasn't about me being up there giving a show. It was the show. The show's hanging out with me. Hey, what up, y'all? Hey, you ever thought of this shit? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Like, super fun looking at the crowd, interacting, almost wanting to high-five these cats because we're, like, having fun together. It's right. not even about me. Right. That's when I felt like I've done it now, and it took a lot of struggle. It's addicting, isn't it? It's addicting. addicting. I think about it all the time. It's the worst. I tell people it's the worst and the best drug. If you if you kill a room and then you walk away, you don't even think about nothing. You don't think nope. about females. You don't think about getting Duh. high, smoking. You just like want to do that again. Yep. And keep chasing that dragon. It feels very similar in my first skydive. Really? Every time I go up on stage, it feels very similar to that. Oh shit! I yeah. might. I don't want to. Fuck, I hope I remember everything in the right order, and I don't want to go blank. Yeah. It's the same thing, you know, and the fucking, they say, you know you're next on the list. You yeah. know, they call your name. It's like when the door opens on the plane, and you walk up to the stage, dog, and it's like, ready, set, jump. Yeah. And boom, adrenaline, baby. You're in the sky, player, when you're on the stage. It's like, if it's working, because, hey, when it doesn't work. <laughs> when it doesn't work. Oh, you're like, oh, <laughs> I am sorry, guys, for even being here. Let me but when you, it works. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like your first skydive was successful? Was that, because you've done a lot of skydives right. since, right? No, like, I crashed. The, I crashed hard. Would, would you consider that a bomb? 
Had like a comedian bomb. A, a bomb that made you think, hey, if I get good at this shit, I'll fucking. Right. I know I didn't do good, but I could. Okay. Right? Like, I crashed in. I didn't. I didn't do it right. I didn't on the landing. On my landing, in. man. I no on the exit, everything. Everything. So I did a thing where you crawl out on the wing of an airplane, uh-huh. right? You look at a guy and he's holding your parachute yeah. and you're just hanging over earth. Yeah. Right? And you put your head back and let go and he pulls your parachute. It's a lot of trust. A lot of trust, right? Yeah. And you're supposed to do this. Especially the parachute packet. <laughs> I, I looked down and did this instead. <laughs> Right? Instead of looking up. Instead of doing this in calm, peace, serenity, and cool, I went to chaos. Oh, my God, I'm going to die. I was grabbing for the ground at 5,000 feet. I was grabbing for the ground. So my parachute came out twisted. That scared the shit out of me. I didn't understand the radio. I didn't fly right. I smashed it into the ground, but I knew I could do it better. Yeah. Right? And I wasn't even thinking about that. I don't know. I stood up, man. It was like your first time killing. I stood up and looked at the sky, and it was like the crowd was just screaming your name. It was like, I... Yes. Yeah. This is why. This is why I'm here. Yeah. To jump out of airplanes. <laughs> and I'm, I I haven't missed m- many a month since. And that was 13 years ago. Really? Yeah, I jump every do you have like chance. A, do you have a, a best, like your best jump? You best be jump like, ever. Best jump. This is, I killed it. I just. Yeah. Uh, um, this, is, this is the best I could All do. of them. Because you do better each time. Okay. And, like, it's like, I'm going, like, I was on a, I was lucky enough to be on this ash dive. So when a skydiver passes, um, we take the ashes. Oh. And as a group of friends, we get out together, and together we release them. Okay. Right? And there's glitter in it, so the family on the ground can look up and see their ashes. It's a, it's a beautiful wow. ceremony. Wow. And I, I belong to a community of really high-level people. And I was honored enough to be invited on these jumps to where we, like, really pushed the limit. And you, you get to those, and you're like, I don't know if I can hang, but I know I can. And then you do, because you can. I mean, all of those are good. And it happens every time. You know, yeah. and it happens almost every time. One of my favorite jumps is with my wife. Anytime I jump with Jackie, I take her to Tandem. It's so fun. Because we only do it at cool places, yeah. right? Because sure. she only does it once in a while. Sure. And, um... Every time we go to open the door, her shoes lose, or she forgot, or there's something in her pocket, or she's, <laughs> are we hooked up? I don't know. I'm like, just cross your fucking arms and get out of the plane. <laughs> Every time, Flair, my shoe. I'm like, fuck your shoe. Yeah. We've been on the plane for 30 minutes getting up we're here, getting up. and now you're going to tie your shoe? We're jumping up. The door's way. open, son. <laughs> we're jumping up this way. Yeah, so those are my favorite jumps with her, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, whenever we get to do them. See, it don't sound, that's not stand-up at all, because you kill one night, and the next night, you're like, Phew. This feels like day one. Right. You bomb so hard. Right. So uh, hard. It's like, eat it. Ooh, you got to watch. You, uh, you got to know your crowd a little bit. Huge. I Did you, did you hear my, uh, the investigator joke? I don't think so. The dog, the service dog joke? Service? No. Okay. It's hard in some rooms. Other rooms, like tramps, they don't care. They're yeah. fucking ravenous beasts. You yeah. throw them out bloody meat. They're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like warrior. Yeah. Other rooms are like tea time rooms. Yeah. yeah. Especially in Austin. Yeah. And, Especially yeah. in Austin. I have a joke where I kick a service dog in the face and Ooh. it went really bad. Not an Austin joke. <laughs> Not an Austin joke at all. <laughs> they're like, you did what? You did what? Oh, they're appalled. They're appalled. 911? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I don't fix it well either. It's a bad joke. Yeah. Yeah, Austin is a. I got a. I got a dog joke about. It's not brutality, but it's a. 
<laughs> I can tell it on him. Everybody knows I tell the joke. Yeah, I can tell it. It's a uh, well, the world's about to hear it. Austin it. Austin Pitts alive exclamation point. You heard yeah. of this place? It should be question mark. Austin, wouldn't that place be a lot better if it was Austin Pitts alive question mark? Like what? Oh, shit, Add a little man. mystery to the game. You, know you killed me with that shit, man. I I told that shit at work. I told that shit at work the next morning, dude. Somebody because like we got uh, one of my friends' girlfriend owns um. Um, it's a rough life. She's a dog uh, trainer, and she walks dogs. It's an app, okay? Right, and she has a crew of people, and like you know, while you're at work, they'll come get your dog, and not only walk it and let it shit, she'll train it and play with it, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I told it to him. You told it to awesome picture that quick. Yeah, I just imagine how many people were I by now after they heard that joke. And they're like, that would be, would be better. That would be interesting. Austin Pitts alive? Is it alive? Are y'all coming in? Is it dead? Is it alive? What's happening? I don't know. He's behaving. Let's take him home. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, I looked at it more of like, are they, because you know, it's a no-kill city. Right? Thank God. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's I didn't a no kill city. Yeah, it's a no kill city. I don't know. That yeah, kind of so, changes my delivery on the journey. Yeah, it might have. Yeah, so you got to pick up. Because if, if it wasn't a no kill city, yeah, then uh, it'd be Austin Pets alive. Like, are you coming or not? Yeah. You know, because they might, might not make it. It might make the joke better now because it's like, is this a kill city now? No, no, it's, it's a question mark. Yeah, it'll, it's a question oh, mark. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? See, so there you go. <laughs> Building comedy greatness yeah, yeah. on the show. All right, so um, at the beginning of the segment, I come in swooping and at the World Freefall Convention in Puerto Rico out of SIBO. Shout out to Extreme Skydivers. Uh, yeah, Extreme Skydivers. Um, sure. We love Puerto Rico. A thousand percent. We went last year, but we were worried about spending money and having fun in the economy and drinking rum while there was so much poverty going. Not poverty, but it's destruction, a lot man. Of po- a lot of poverty, well, too. a lot of poverty, but it's made worse now by the, the no power and all that stuff. But yeah. we <clears throat> love Puerto Rico. And um, yeah, you, shout out to Puerto Rico. you moved out to Puerto Rico on a whim and on just whim. went big on them. Yeah, I put, a, I put like 10 grand in my pocket, and uh, I was kind of fed up with the job I had. And uh, somebody put it in my head like the summer before, like it was supposed to be like me and my friend go to Puerto Rico together, and they chickened out, and I was like, you know what, fucking, I'm going. You got regardless. it. Regardless, you got it. Cause I, I'm into adventure anyways, and I like, I was just fed up with what was happening, so I was like, I'm going. So I bought the one way ticket. Bought the one way, son. A ticket way. is a one way. Yeah, I heard the, I heard the opening. Yeah, yeah. That's me. That's we live the same. We got yeah, the same yeah. mentality. So I went out there. I was out there for about five months. Got a job on the beach, serving tables on the beach, speaking Spanish half the time. Seriously? Speaking, yeah. Cause it's it was, American problem. So you can just walk in and be like, I wait tables, I'm good? Basically. You don't need a passport, as you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need a passport. It's like moving to uh, Dallas. I from, thought it'd be hard to get a job, though. No? The locals don't want to wait table jobs? Here's the thing. Nobody wants to wait tables, son. Yeah, here's the thing. It's, it's huge. The service industry is is uh, huge out there. You know, because yeah. of tourism. 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 So, yeah. I got two jobs actually. I had a job working at this Jamaican restaurant. The dude wasn't even Jamaican. He was like Haitian and shit. Right. And he was just tricking fuck. motherfuckers. Yeah. Hey boy, <laughs> he was just tricking motherfuckers. And uh, I got into it with him because uh, I had he had like this. Uh, you ever leave something in the refrigerator for so long and and other people be like, they don't want that much. They don't want that shit. Right. right. Well, he had something in the cooler, and I was like, it's been here for like three weeks. That motherfucker ain't gonna drink it. Right. So I drank it, and then <laughs> <laughs> I drank it, and then he was like. Why you drink my shit? And I was like, all right, you got me, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, got uh, you got me. So we got into it, and then uh, I took off from there. But the place that I went to was um, it's called El Alambique. Shout out El Alambique. And it was on uh, in Isla Verde, and right off the beach. And it's uh, it's been there for like 30 years, like 35, okay. 40 years. And so it's a lot of locals. That's what I'm trying to get Yeah, at. yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the locals, 
if you work there and they've been coming there all their lives, you're the newbie, right? So they, right. Don't, they don't cut you no slack. Right. They don't yeah. cut you no slack. You don't so, deserve to be here. It's my yeah. family restaurant. And they're going to speak Spanish even though they know English. <laughs> even though the motherfuckers <laughs> learn English in school. Right. They don't yeah. cut you no fucking slack. So it's like, at least I, I'm glad I. Yeah. I grew up in Texas, at least. Yeah, like in the right. restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So half the time I'm speaking Spanish, half the time it's English. Yeah, yeah. So it was cool. And man, back. and just just did that lifestyle. Why'd you, why that. would you leave Paradise? It wasn't Paradise. Okay, well, well what's, what's the deal? It wasn't Paradise. Uh, full of poverty. Uh, as soon as you land in Puerto Rico, you feel the corruption in the air. You feel mm. like something... How do you say? Uh, you're not... You know how you feel like the cops are on you here all the time? Like, yeah, you got to yeah. watch out for authority figures? There, it's like the law of the jungle. It's like... Mm. You Everyone. Just, yeah, you just respect me, I respect you. We, the cops ain't getting involved in this. The cops are probably corrupt, too. Right. You just respect me, I respect you, and we live like that. Right. And you feel that as soon as you land, it's like, this is lawless. 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 And so, uh, I, I got that feeling... And then I started talking to like some elders. There's this lady, she's sold uh, Cias and Sombrias on the street, which mm-hmm. is uh, chairs and umbrellas. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was just telling me, she was asking me questions like, why are you here? What are you doing here? And I told her, I, I just came to check it out. She's like, you don't want to be here. Mm. You don't want to live here. She's like, you can't trust these people. They backstab you, they're lazy. You don't want to be here. This mm. is not the place to be. And so uh, that, was about, that was about four and a half months into it. And she gave me that, she dropped that knowledge on me. And uh, I started to look around and mm-hmm. I realized I couldn't make a life there. I was never going to feel comfortable. Oh, wow. <clears throat> but you took a good swing at it. Five months, man. That's immersive, yeah. baby. You're in there. Yeah, we went and got an apartment. Yeah. Uh, we fucked with the landlords, fucked it with the water company to get the water set up. That was a hassle. Right, right. And uh, we were taking cold showers for like two weeks. Well, yeah. yeah. Man, when we were there, like, what you're saying is 100%, because uh, we were staying at some Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It was whatever we got, but it happened to be pretty nice. Yeah. And man, it was surrounded by like machine gun guards and gates and like military police style. Yeah, the haves and the have-nots are easily distinguishable. Holy shit! Like it's almost like should we be leaving this compound? You know yeah. what I mean? Like why is there so oh, much felt, security? Yeah, you yeah, felt like yeah. on the other side it was like just craziness. But I, we're brown, so I, I felt like we we could just kind of just groove in. We're listening to music and we're moving. We're like nobody as long as we don't speak. Yeah, you know, because I did that in the Dominican. I lived in the Dominican Republic for a couple months okay. uh, during school, and like I noticed that if I didn't talk, like I was good. You almost I, looked Dominican. Yeah, I could. I, I could pay regular prices and shit if I just pointed. <laughs> you know what one I mean? Thing, yeah, one thing I loved about Puerto Rico is uh, it didn't feel like there was any racism because the Puerto Ricans are this redhead. Freckled Puerto Ricans, there's light skinned Puerto Ricans, mm-hmm. there's dark skinned Puerto Ricans. Yeah, yeah, right. Same thing with the Dominicans, man. Dominican. There's an African heritage, there's a strong Spanish heritage. Yeah. Yeah, because so you see, a, you see cool. a dark, dark, dark black girl with hair down to her knees almost, right? And then you Jeez. see like a, a freckled white looking girl with an afro. And they all speak that Spanish. And they all speak, it's they just speak, all the way it is. They it's speak that shit fluent. Cool. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah. So, one of my favorite things about the island is the food, son. Mm. Oh my God. What'd you like? Mofongo? Uh, everything. We ate, man. Like yeah. every restaurant we went to, everything was fresh. Yeah. Like everything was like vibrant and yeah. like alive. So, what was your favorite dishes, man? My favorite food in Puerto Rico. Uh, like, what do you miss? Pollos asado and arroz con habichuelas. Okay, a pollos asado. So that's baked chicken. Baked chicken. Baked chicken and rice and beans. They don't say frijoles. They say habichuelas. 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 Okay. And yeah. 
that, and then there was something called mampostia, which is uh, rice, beans, uh, bacon, and plantains. Okay. Platanos. Platanos, yeah. yeah. So all that mixed up together, and that was just killing fire. 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 I don't remember. I was, it was such a daze in Puerto Rico. When you're at a, okay, a boogie or a free fall festival is a party. Yeah. It's a giant skydive party. People from all over the country and world come and meet in the place. They bring in a lot of airplanes and helicopters and shit. Yeah. And we just go nuts for yeah. like a week. And there's parties at night and rum and skydivers. Are, it's so much fun. So yeah. it's kind of a, I don't remember. I remember waking up to uh, rum chata and coffee every morning. That's right. how I started the day on the third floor terrace looking over the beach like yeah. paradise. Yeah, we drank a lot of rum. We... I was probably drunk half the time I was there. Yeah, uh, it's an island. Yeah, we did the Bacardi tour twice. I did it once in English and once in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Just to get those free drinks. Yeah. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Oh, with the Bacardi, they have a distillery there? Yeah, Bacardi is, uh, there's a base. Oh, it is Puerto Rican rum, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Right on. There's a whole base there. They give you the tour. They give you the history. Right. And uh, as soon as you walk in, they give you two free drinks. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So <laughs> we did it once in English, once in Spanish. Uh, yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. Um, Brugal is... Is the is the Dominican rum? Brugal. Yeah, and they, okay. same thing over there. Donku is a it's the more Puerto Rican rum. Bacardi is the more well known. Right. But Donku. Okay. And uh, rum. What a yeah. drink. Medalla oh, so Light is the beer. Medalla. 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 Yeah. 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 Oh no, what's Imperial? Isn't Imperi- that Puerto Rico? Imperial is Dominican. Oh, that is Imperial. Okay, no, no. no, Presidente is Dominican. Presidente is Dominican. That's Imperial. my favorite fucking beer. El Presidente? Well. With the lime? Well, it, it has to be served when you just got off of Guagua after school, and you're walking down, it's hot as fuck, right? Yeah. And you pass a little comado, yeah. and they've got them out there like 65 cents, they sprinkle Cheap. the salt, they put the lime. Yeah. That's my favorite beer. <laughs> I, like that you said, uh, I like that you said Wawa, because uh, yeah. that's the bus. The Wawa's, baby. Wawa. I used to ride the Guagua every day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, what a, did you guys have the little cars, too? Cars? Yeah, man. So, Guagua's in the bus, and the cars, they're like old 85 Tercels or something, like little four-doors, right? Yeah. And they just go in one direction, right? Mm-hmm. You just, if you get in it, it goes straight. There's no stops. So you just get in, it goes straight, and then it turns around. So, you take it to your block, and you hop in another one, you take it to your block, and you get to where you're going. Oh, shit. No. But when you get in, dog, like, you get in, <clears throat> let's say you hop in the front seat. You're like, yeah. The door opens again. Somebody wants you to scoot over. You scoot over. You're sitting on the shifter. They're sitting next to you. Somebody's sitting on their lap almost, and there's five people in the back. Oh, shit. Yeah, and that's yeah. how you roll. It's a, it's five pesos. Yeah, no, we didn't do it. All day. We didn't do it. It's the cheapest way to travel. I didn't even know that existed. It's nuts. No. It's it's just, you gotta get you gotta get used to your, your space being invaded in another country. Yeah, no, like you instantly. Yeah. But it's cool. It's cool though. Uh, it is. It gets you. It gets you out of your comfort zone for sure. Uh, I went to Sweden and uh, I had lunch in Sweden and uh, it was empty when I walked in there. It was empty. Yeah. And then the lunch rush hit. Everybody walks in. I was sitting at a, like a four person table by myself. Lunch rush hits. Three other motherfuckers just fill the rest of the table. I don't right. even know these people. Right. Right. I'm sitting next to people from. Random people, right? We don't do this in, in America, but yeah, we yeah, that you know would be weird, right? But why they not? Fill it, they fill in all the seats. They don't care. They try to make. They try to. They got shit to do, right? So yeah. all these people fill in next to me, and it's like, all right, let's let's just do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's why do not? It. Why not? There's space. Yeah, and like it here, makes sense. yeah, on the other end, like we we'll go to Central Market. <clears throat> And there'll be, like, one person sitting at a table for, like, a family of five. Exactly. And we'll, like, drag a table over and just let them be. Like, that's Central, their... Central Market's losing money. 
Straight up. Why do you say that? Because they don't fill in those seats. Oh, right. I you see what you're saying. saying. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, like, that lunch rush there was like, let's get it on. Yeah. You sit right there. Every seat is full. You don't have to even know the people you sit next right. to. That's how it was. And we had a conversation. They, they didn't know much about Texas. And uh, all they knew was Houston. And uh, so we had a little chat, and I asked them what they did or whatever, whatever. But right. I had no idea who these people were. But they were at my table. We were all together. Right. And which was, I thought was badass. Yeah, that is I cool. feel like we should do that here in America because it would right. build like a, more community. Right. More yeah, community well, you were in Soup Peddler before you got here. Went to Soup Peddler. Yeah, and their motto is if, if you're somebody sitting alone, ask them to join you. Really? Yeah, it's all over the place. It's all over Supella. Didn't I? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought about that too. There was a girl in there. She wasn't especially cute, but I. I but was just, just a it person. Was just me and her. Yeah, yeah. it's just me and her. So hey, what up? Yeah. Like that's what they want you. They'll that's their. Next time I go. That's to their, their corporate. I don't know. Next time I go. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. Mm. All right. Um, grew up in Lubbock, Texas. The LBK eight oh six. Shout out to them. Shout out to the people out there, man. Yeah, man, yeah. Some of the best people I ever met in my life. Hell yeah. It's low key. Y'all from. You from Phoenix? I'm from Phoenix. Oklahoma. She's from Oklahoma City, though. Uh, it's country. It's just country. It's country. And you know how country towns are. It's yeah. like you grow up with the same people. Yep. Play basketball. You competing against Fun. the same people. Yeah, for it's family. Ten years, twelve years. It's awesome. How old were you when you left? Uh, as soon as I graduated, uh, I was uh, eighteen. Two thousand five. Two thousand five. I was eighteen. Two thousand five. I started skydiving. I was twenty nine. Really? Yeah. You got the, eleven years on me. Yeah, eleven yeah. years. And then. So you play football, basketball, you did the whole country boy thing? Basketball in high school. I did mm-hmm. football and, and uh, track in junior yeah. high because you had to do all three. Right. To get to the ba- I had to do those to get to basketball. Oh, really? Because they wouldn't let me just sub in when basketball season came. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you had to play football just to get to basketball. Right. And then you had to run track to stay in sports, CA, competitive athletics. Right. So they so, just kept you hooked off. Yeah, yeah. You had to do it. But once I got to high school, you could specialize. So. Right. And that's you play ball. Fuck yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Air conditioning. Hey, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's funny you say that. Because I told this analogy the other day, like... Uh, Working at a skydive center, a drop zone, yeah. is like being in the NFL. You're taking hits, it's hot, you're sliding in, you're skydiving all day. Really? Yeah, uh, working at the tunnels like NBA, son, you know, nobody's going to hit you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You, you know, exactly. you're air conditioned. You don't get hit. Everything's controlled. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They know ants. <laughs> so, uh, you ever go noodling or hunting? Noodling? Yeah. What is noodling? You're from Lubbock, motherfucking Texas. Noodling, where you go after catfish uh, with your hands? Fuck no, man. No, right. Lubbock's got like not natural ponds. <laughs> <laughs> if you catfishing, you fishing with corn on the hook. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, see, we ain't got catfish, but yeah, in Oklahoma, we're like, we're like, I learned how to skydive. I went to college and shit. Yeah, um, Newland's huge, and Lubbock's a good place for Newland. I've heard it, and like, like all see. over that area is like we they noodle. Catfish, yeah. So. You, you get in shallow water, uh-huh. about waist deep, yeah. really muddy water, you can't see shit. Yeah. And you feel around the ground for holes. And in the hole, there's a catfish or a fucking snake. And that's the gamble. You don't know which one it's going to be. Okay? Yeah. You take your fist, you put it in the hole, the catfish bites it. You grab the gill on the inside and you yank out these monsters. Monsters. It's called Newland. Yeah. Yeah, kids do it. I've tried it. It terrifies me. Yeah, it sounds... My boy, shout out to Chad Yowzi. Yeah, um, oh my God. That sounds like uh, yeah. something I should avoid. Yeah, well, but I mean, it's country boy times. shit. I love the country boy shit, man. Because I came I from like, Phoenix. I went to school in Oklahoma in the country, and I was like, these cats are nuts. They yeah. ain't got shit to do, but they got all this shit to do. They got tons that's, of shit to that's do. That's the thing about the country. Yeah, yeah they got <clears> lots to do. <throat> a lot of people are like, you, are you from Lubbock? Oh, that's, I'm sorry. I'm like, well, when you grow up there, yeah. it's a whole different story. It's like, you know people. You got houses to go to. Y'all yeah. partying. Y'all got 
had things that Yo, New Orleans, we didn't noodle, but right. I'm sure like, somebody's hunting, hunting somebody's, you know, uh, four wheelers and shit. If you if you're in the sports, it's, the country is cool because uh, everybody trusts everybody. So it's like mm. all the churches open up for you on the Friday. You know, they feed you, they let you go hoop. Right, like right. To like twelve midnight. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like everybody trusts community, you. man. That's community, what it is. Yeah. It's a small town community. That's beautiful. Yeah. So you grow up there. It's like it's it's a whole lot to do. It's yeah. Like, if you come in from Dallas though, or Miami, Lubbock is the yeah. country's not. That's not your right. speed. You know? Yeah. And that might be even unfortunate on that point because <clears throat> if you always got to break bread when you walk out the door to enjoy yourself. Yeah, that's the other thing. You know, it's like the only time you can enjoy yourself is you're going <laughs> shopping or going out to eat or going to do this. Like, you have to be breaking bread. Yeah. Like, that's not living either, man. Yeah. Like, you got to be able to have some friends that you just high five and that's fine. Chill out. Yeah, you know, even though drinking is usually involved or something. Uh, what I miss is uh, the peace. Is you, you just find mm. peace anyway. You can go to a park. It's maybe three people to walk by in three hours. You know, but wow. here in, in Austin, it's like yeah, there's people on every corner. It's, it's, yeah, it's, but that's what I really I miss the peace and I miss the the sky. The sky was huge. Yeah, you know what I mean. The, the yeah. biggest stars, the moon when it's close, is huge. Yeah, I miss that. Yeah, when you said that I had the peace, I was thinking about Cushing, Oklahoma, where we learned to skydive and like the landing area is 350 acres and beyond that it's forest, right? Yeah. So it is just the biggest sky you've ever the seen sky. in your life, man. It's the beautiful. stars, it's beautiful. beautiful. Beautiful man, beautiful sky. That's what that country has. Yeah, man, I enjoy the country. We we lived out there for over a decade. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna go back. Right? Really? I'm a. I, I think the ideal situation for me is to live in like a place like that, and but just it's travel like an out. hour away from a big city or something, mm-hmm. two hours away from a big city. Mm-hmm. And then I can now I can tell people, hey, I'm going into town. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got you need, you need some? Yeah, yeah, y'all need to pick up something. I'm going to town. I got a show. I got a show. I'll be back. <laughs> so you moved to Austin in 2006, six. right out of high school, son. Yeah, I went to UTSA for a year. Okay. And uh, I tried what is UTSA? Uh, University of Texas, San Antonio. There you go. Yeah. So I was uh, I was there for a year, and I was going to transfer to UT, which is University of Texas Austin, the mm-hmm. main campus, and. Uh, the shit just didn't work out. Right. What happened? Uh, I was going to transfer. I took a clip test to get the credits I needed to transfer because you need a certain amount. And uh, I talked to the counselor. She said, take this test. I took the test, passed the test. Mm-hmm. I'm not a stupid motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, go to apply to UT, and they tell me like a month before the deadline, hey, we don't really take this test, the credits for this test. We don't take that. We give our own version of the same test. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was a month out from the deadline, but I couldn't take the test again and get it scheduled or get it scored and sent back in within the time for the deadline. Uh, so I was already I already had an apartment out here. I already had plans to move. Right. So I ended up moving anyways. They denied me to UT, and I was like, you know what? Let me, I'm already here. And you can't get back to San San Antonio at that I'm point. Not go, I didn't want to go back to San. I was 19. When you're 19 yeah. and you come to Austin, this is where you want to be. You want to party. Yeah. You know, Sixth Street. You want to. 42. Drink. This is where I want to be. I'm trying to. I probably. I don't know how long I'm gonna stay here. Okay. It's, I mean, it's cool. Right. Especially com- uh, comedian wise, because uh, you get a lot of stage time. Right. A lot of stage time, you don't have to pay for it. Tons um, of mics. There's so many mics. Tons of mics. I think I've added it up one day. You can do like close to like 45 minutes a, a week if you really yeah, if you really, really put grinding. your yeah right. if you really put your foot down yeah you can uh, you could probably do like 45 That's what, three minutes. shows a night something like that yeah a couple of 10 minute mics here and there right yeah and then uh, a bunch yeah. of fives and fours you can grind up and uh, 
but it's just I've outgrown it. Like I like I said, I'm from the country. I like the quiet, I like right. the peace. So and I also like to travel. Right. And so I think my next move is uh is London. 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 Hey, London, England. Just do mics, it's English, right? You, uh, you don't understand. Not just so. do mics, but become an international comedian. Yeah. That's my goal. And you're gonna what, live out there five, six months? Yeah, until they uh Whatever the bare minimum right, is before yeah. I have to get a visa. Right, right. And then, uh, whenever I got to do that, then you make your decision. Or out. make your decision. Or sh- who knows? If I meet a, like a young lady or something, yeah, yeah. maybe stay. But just move, just try to get on the international scene. Yeah. And then uh, eventually put my name on the comedy store in LA. If yeah. it's still there. I've been thinking a lot about that, but if it's still there. What do you mean if it's still there? I hear it's like the mecca of the comedy store right it now. It is, but you know, Mitzi Shore just died. She just died, yeah. She just passed, God and her, her kids should. just got control of it. Yeah. And, uh, Paulie's got it. You know, it's like any business. Business is coming up. Yeah. You know, so nothing lasts forever. So it's like, I want to do it. I want to put my name on there. And but if it's the, I want to go. So I just want to go and hang out, man. Badass place. I was there in February. Oh, you were there. You've been. I've been to the comedy. You've been to the comedy. So I, I have. I saw Bill Burr, Martin Lawrence, Kevin Nealon, Sherry Shepard. And one uh, night, or you were there for like a week. You saw them all. Okay. I saw. I was there for four like days. Jibrani. I was there for four days, and all I did every night was go to the comedy store. Same thing I did in uh, New York. I was at the Grizzly Pear and something else next door. Every fucking chance I got. Every yeah. Night. I yeah. had my tickets pre-bought four nights in a row. Four nights in a row. Four nights in a row. Sebastian Maniscalco. Uh, Slayers. Killer. Just Killer. all night. And, oh, my Killer. God. It's overwhelming. Uh, Candace Thompson. Uh, Byron Bowers. Uh, Jesus Trejo. Just, just here for the uh, Fun, Fun, Fun. Not Fun, Fun, Fun. Uh, Moontown Comedy Festival. He was just here. Okay. Uh, murders. Just. Murders. Who's, who slayed the most? Kevin Neal and Bill Burr. And uh, Martin was drunk. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, Martin yeah. was drunk. He was funny, but he was drunk, so he didn't he didn't murder like he should have. Rogan was up there. Rogan in person is funny, but Rogan, you know, he he yells. Yeah. And so it kind of it's like, you know, I vibe. I know what you're saying. Right. But I can't really. Okay. You yelling at me? I don't right. Know. <laughs> Why you yelling at me? <laughs> right. right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this Kevin Nealon and uh, and Bill, uh, Burr. Bill Burr got up there 15 minutes straight. Yeah. What rooms were you in? Did you hit all of them? Belly all room, them. main room, I did OR? All, I did all of them. I did uh, the main room. I think I did the OR twice. Either the main room or the OR twice. And then uh, the belly room once. But Man. for four nights. Straight. So bad. It's worth the ticket. It's I only know. like $20. I'm a ghost, son. I mean, just, it's it's tough to travel. And son. you don't know who's going who's gonna to pop you in. You don't know. And it's like an all-star lineup every night. Uh, oh, Maniscalco, too. He killed it. Cause you know, I don't know if you ever watched him. He's mm-hmm. like real Who? physical. Sebastian Maniscalco. Okay, no. Sebastian. Okay. Italian. Yeah, maybe. If maybe. You, you should you, button up shirt, slacks all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I know he's a. He's a funny. Yeah, yeah. Funny cat. And real, real high powered with it. Yeah. Yeah. And live. So live, he's got to be oh, just over man. the top. Just the animation. Yeah. He's acting everything out. Right. Wow, oh, that's good, yeah. man. God, that's a good time. Hopefully, one day I get to meet him because he picked on me because I was I kind of stood out. I had like a real rough beard. Uh-huh. And uh, he picked on me, and I was like, I was an easy target, so I understand. But right, but like, that's still cool. But yeah, I want to go. Hopefully, I'll make it one day, and I can meet him and be like, hey. Yeah. I don't appreciate that, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate hey. what you did back then uh, <laughs> when I was coming up. I have a uh, similar thing with uh, Greg Fitzsimmons. Like, I met him at... Uh, 
Cap City. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, you should come skydiving. He's like, man, that's going to give me a heart attack, Waz. What are you talking about? Yeah. And he got on stage. He's like, Waz. I'm actually having a heart attack right now. Thank you. So, yeah, so like that, that was cool. No, he said a joke. No, he said a joke. And I was like, oh, because it was really bad. Mm. Like, good. It was good, but his premise was like, it made me feel bad for the guy in the joke. And he's like, all right, I won't tell that joke again. I was like, no, no, no. I was like, it was about a, this guy. His wife wheels him up to the crap table. He's got, like, oxygen. He's half dead. And he's, like, trying to make a bet. And she's arguing with him and complaining in his ear. Yeah. And I was like, oh. He's like, oh, I won't tell that joke. I was like, nah. Dude's on his last leg, man. He just want to have a little bit of fucking fun. He's trying to place a bet. And she's still yelling at him. It's cold. He was, he was <laughs> like, ah, why aren't you all invested like that? <laughs> you know? It was cool, man. <laughs> and then my, I bought a CD. And he wrote, I'm seriously having a heart attack. Yeah, it was, it's fun. That's I want to see him again. I like that me- was cool, man. It's cool meeting comedians because yeah. they're such the big influences in society and they're just regular people. Yeah, they, just just they, speaking their mind. Yeah, they just want to talk and they're cool people. They're really cool laid people, back, man. man. Who's a, who's a, who's the coolest comedian you've met? I haven't met any. Oh, really? I don't, I haven't. I don't think I've ever met. Um, I mean, I met like a uh, some lo- a local comedian is a uh, Bryson Brown. He's down in Houston right now. Okay. And then uh, Ali Sadiq. Okay. I met Ali. You met Ali? Is he cool? He's cool, but I mean, we didn't really chop it up. He was. I was in the podcast, but I was sitting way back here. I wasn't the mm-hmm. main host of the. I mean, uh, the main attraction of the podcast. Right, like, right. I was just in the room. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I haven't really. I haven't really met too many celebrities or anything. So I've met Godfrey a couple of times because he's coming okay. to the tunnel. Okay. And he's fucking cool. Yeah, he's, he's like just a cool, cool. He's funny as shit. He's, man. he's just cool a good guy and he's having fun. Yeah. You know, that's kind of like my envision for myself, like just having fun and yeah. doing goofy shit, not caring. I feel like once comedy takes off for anybody, it's like you're just laughing all the time. All the time. I mean, you're thinking about it a lot. It's, it's kind of stressful, but... The main objective is just to laugh. Laugh. Yeah. And if it makes you laugh, times. it's fucking fun. Yeah, to find yeah. good times. And, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think of San Antonio? Well, you were young, so you didn't really get to do San Antonio. Yeah, but I go back a lot. Right. Uh, because I tell everybody that moves to Austin, you got to go to other places in Texas because Austin is not like Texas. So for me, going back to San Antonio feels like home. Okay. You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of slow pace. It's kind of like mm-hmm. low key. And... uh it's more diverse. It's a little more diverse as far as yeah. ethnicity. Ethnicity, right? Yeah. So, San Antonio is cool, man. It's a it's a cool spot. I yeah. like it. I think that's what we enjoy about it. There's a lot of ethnicity. A lot of ethnicity, and it's just, like I said, it's just slow. It's slow, like it's slow, like Texas. Like, right on. It feels like Texas. Right. Austin doesn't feel like Texas. Yeah. To me. Okay. Growing yeah. Up in Texas. Austin city style. We're we're busy. God, yeah. we're so busy. There is no slow time. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, always they're always trying to innovate and the next thing. The next thing, thing is going down and like yeah. there's so much to do. You can't keep up, man. And, like, yeah, our our calendar is just maxed every day. It's like really? you know, yeah, yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. So I like San Antonio. Right on, man. So sure. you got to Austin 12 years ago. About 12 years ago. And you said there was a lot more black people when you got here. Uh. When I got here, it it already felt like white people paradise. Okay. It already felt like that. Like, I remember looking around and being like, oh, this is where white people come to play. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? If you got money and you're white, this is this a is fantastic it. place to be. A fantastic place. Fantastic. Um, but back in the day, if you ever follow the history of black people in Austin, mm-hmm. uh, there used to be a whole scene. Like, on the west side, it was like a community of black people on the west side. Uh Probably politics, I imagine, pushed them out of there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Money and politics and real estate, because that's, that's prime how... Prime shit now. Yeah, that's prime. So they started pushing them east. They used to call 35 the Great Divide, which would divide right. the white people from the black people. Right. So they pushed them all to the east side of 35, 
and then uh, where we're sitting right now. We're on the east side now, and now you wouldn't even recognize it as what it was back then because now most of the black people and the Mexicans have started to migrate to other spots because of the property tax of what's happening, of the gentrification and the people coming with money. Yeah. It's pushing people out. They can't. Yeah, it's over. You know, you own a house, but the property taxes, you can't even pay the property tax on the whatever social security income you got coming in or right. retirement. You know, it's not even covering what you needed and, to cover. And then they're offering you more money than you could even ha- had imagined. Yeah, they're, they're teasing you. Yeah. So, and a lot of people are selling their parents' property or their grandparents' property. You know, property that's been in the family for generations. Mm-hmm. You see a hundred, you see $500,000 check. It's over. Yeah. You, but you no longer yeah. have them roots. The roots are gone. Decision. Yeah. But why is it up to you to leave the roots in and everybody else is out having fun in Cali? Exactly. <laughs> you can take that, you you, take that check and ball out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take that check and you're like, hey, I don't see none of us around here anyway. Anyway, take, right. Take this money. Yeah, this here. area, you could tell that... Um, with the murals, there's murals, and there's the remnants of like you know the hood still around, yeah. and it's fun. I like that part. When I come around that corner, I see all them cats outside. I mean, yeah. I know what it might look like to other people. It just looks like uh, that's how. So I was from Chicago. Well, yeah. I was born in Chicago, and I remember that when I was young. That's just how outside was. People outside on the wall, outside chilling, chilling on the stoop. You yeah. know, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And that's the thing of the past. Like you go down my neighborhood, man. There ain't nobody outside. No. That's just uh, like mowing the lawn. I was looking at a mural today, and I was like, uh, this mural don't even represent Texas. Like this, the mural was like it was like Erica Badu, Muhammad Ali. It was cool. The mural mm-hmm. was cool, but it was like we got legends in Texas that people from Texas know about and right. this doesn't even represent yeah we don't even need that even though you know they are from here but there's others there's a, there's a, I mean Erica's from Dallas yeah uh, but this, there's a lot more people that could have been on that mural that's like this doesn't, This is in the middle of Texas and it doesn't even feel like it represents Texas, us Texas right you know what I'm saying so it's, it's a weird uh, it's, a, it's a, been a weird transition really yeah but um, it's, it's happening it's, it's just how it is I mean you can't at first, I was a little upset about it. You always want people to be like, nah, get the fuck out of here. You ain't from here, though. Right, so right. You don't know shit about this. But it's like, that's just how it is. It's, you got to get used to it. And it's cool to it's cool to walk around and hear like a thousand different languages. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Right. That is cool. That's pretty sweet. That is cool. Um, finding a true Austinite is like finding a fucking unicorn. Yeah. You What's know, it? they look all weird and they're funny looking. You can tell that they're, oh, you're from Austin. <laughs> like, you're really from Austin, yeah. you know? And like, there's not many of them around. Or they just keep themselves. Well, they're just so they're so diluted with all yeah. the people moving here. It's just so like so many people. Yeah, but the, if you want to find one, talk to some older people. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you how everything east of thirty five used to be farmland. Right. They'll tell you how they'll tell you about those stories. Yeah, man. Like uh, the Mueller area, you know Mueller. Mm-hmm. Mueller. When I first moved here, Mueller was nothing. None of that. None of that was there. Really. None of that. It was and just a tower building. from the airport. Yeah. And it was just all flat, all grass and now it's like beautiful now it's a place to be i wish i could afford to live around that park yeah. that would be the best yeah it's nice goodness whatever they did a yeah, great they job. did a great job a great that job. planning they did and the houses and the colors and the shops it's like blended it's it's done it man that h-e-b over there is gonna be probably one of the best h-e-b's to go to i bet they're gonna have all kind of food and shit you the come best in. produce oh yeah fresh yeah Freshness. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, they did a great job with that area. But when I first got here, that was no, none of that was there. None of that. Yeah. None of it. Yeah, man. I know in the mornings, uh, 
each year it takes me five more minutes to get to work three to four more minutes longer that's the worst part about it yeah all. you turn around the corner and it's just a river of cars in the neighborhood you can't even get out of the fucking neighborhood that's the worst not even worried about the city streets that's dude that's the worst uh, I remember when it was like Sunday afternoon at like 2.30 like these motherfuckers where did all these people come from why do I feel like this is 5 o'clock right traffic jam at 2.30 on, on Sunday like what what could possibly be going on in the city? All these motherfuckers <laughs> got to be on the street right now. Right. It, they're moving and grooving. Yeah. It's, so, so many people. So many people. God. Which is cool. I mean, it's cool. Like I said, it's, it's cool to walk around and see, like, Asian people, Indian people, which are Asian people, but... Right, but you know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? French. You hear Africans French, German, yeah. Africans. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's pretty badass, too, though. That is cool, man. Yeah. Once people really start to open up to that, it'll probably be a cooler place. Traffic is horrible, though. Yeah, Holy. it is a Milton Pot though. I like the way people kind of yeah. get along. Like if you look at an open mic set, yeah. holy shit, everybody's different. Yeah, I seen somebody post uh, on the Austin, Texas comedy uh, stand-up website on Facebook. It was uh, they were looking for people that spoke uh, Hindu, mm, Hindi, Hindi comics, Hindi. Yeah. Yeah, Hindi. Hindi. What's yeah. his name does? So, uh, Shri. Shri. Yeah. Yeah, Shri, and there's a few others. Uh, Sahana. Okay. And, uh, oh, what's the girl's name? Nikita, Nikita okay. Redka. Yeah. So there's a, there's like there's a market for Hindi comics. Right. You're like what? We're yeah. in the middle of Texas. Yeah. Like, wait, this ain't even. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there's and a market for Hindi comics. Hindi that's comics. badass. So that's what's happening. It's a cool world, man. It is cool. You know what I'm saying? It is cool. So I just I just like I like Texas the way I like Texas though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. The way but I yeah, you going to London, son? That's the move. Uh, probably right. about eight months, hopefully. Why not Houston? Ah. <sighs> Is the scene as strong in Houston? Houston's got some killers, though. Right. Houston's got some killers just because... You think uh, they would. It's like it's like New York. Yeah, fourth largest city. Yeah. Uh, they might be approaching the third largest city, but it's fourth largest city as far as I know. Right. In the States. And um, here's my thing. The game in stand-up is to stand out, right? It's right. To be, it's, to, it's to be attractive, to stand out. I feel like if I go overseas... You're going to stand out. Right. You know, right. You know what I mean? It's easier to find Waldo if everybody's dressed in a blue shirt. Right, you know right. What I'm yeah. So that is smart. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm just trying to play the game. And uh, hopefully I'll be more attractive over there. Right. I'll get my chops up over there. And then I was thinking about this the other day. It's cool to say you've been on Conan or Jimmy Kimmel doing stand-up. Right. I feel like it's equally as cool to say you did stand-up in Mongolia. Yeah. Or Thailand or some shit. Hey, I did Singapore one night. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. So you come back to the States and they're like, this guy's been performing around the world. Who's Boom. more attractive? Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Who's, who's yeah, who's worth the crowd, son? So that's what I, that's my aim. That's my angle right there. Yeah, man. In the London game. All right. So what's next for Dre, man? New York. New tomorrow, York. yeah, New York. I'll be in uh I'll be in Brooklyn tomorrow, about two o'clock. I got a show on August 7th at uh, Father Knows Best. Father Knows Best, all right. Father Knows Best, uh, 7 p.m. And then uh, I'm just going to work in New York for two weeks, maybe go to Montreal for a few days to see what's happening out there. Right on. And uh, Yeah, they have that comedy festival this year, don't they? Yeah, it just ended on the 29th, um, but I'm go out there and try to hit some mics. You never know who you run into. Right, right. You have you ever done a comedy festival? I haven't done a festival yet. I hear that's where you get found because, like, the, the recruiters are there for that reason. Sure. Uh, I guess it depends on the festival, though. Right. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Austin's got a, a bunch of good ones, huh? Fun, yeah. fun, fun. Uh, Moon Tower. Uh -huh. uh, altercation. Yeah, Moon Tower is nuts. 
Yeah. There goes down. Did you get out? No, I haven't gone out yet, but I've been here. I hear the lineup every year, and it's just it's just overwhelmingly stacked. Nuts. Yeah. It's uh, like, what, 24 hours of comedy or some crazy shit? Yeah, for like a week or something. Yeah. It's, it's like it's nonstop. Wild. I saw uh, Maria Bamford. Uh-huh. <sighs> Killed it. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You ever seen that? No, I've heard, heard her joke. Yeah, I've heard her on Pandora. She's... Does she have a special on Netflix, maybe? Bamford? I'll look I it don't up. think so. I, because okay. I don't think that I don't think the public really knows her yet. Fucks yeah. with her like that. But she's funny. Does she have a Pandora station, maybe? Maria Bamford. I'll look Probably. She's she's definitely on um she's definitely on Spotify. And it's Bamford with an M. Bamford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's man, she's so funny. She's man. so funny. She's got characters out that. Oh really? Out that. That's hard. Hard. But she's like, it's like a split personality every time she goes into another one. Right. But she's so funny and she's so dedicated to it and she's committed. And yeah. that makes Beautiful. it makes it so much more funny. So did you see uh, Leslie Jones' fucking special? No. Playa. I. Was it good? Man, I watch a lot of comedy specials and there's some good ones. Yeah. There's only once in a while you get that fucking. Oh, she's bombing on you, son. It's really? over, dude. You can't. I couldn't breathe. Really? She doesn't stop. She's so good. What is it? Showtime. Uh, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Final Netflix. Dude, Leslie Jones slays. Okay. Slays. I haven't heard somebody do that in a long time. A lot of those Netflix specials are not. Well, they're just putting them out. They're getting content. A lot of content. Not a, lot a lot of, of content. Not a lot of quality. Yes. That she, I couldn't take. I couldn't breathe, son. I could okay. not breathe. And she doesn't stop. You're like begging her to stop just so you can stop fucking with so you can wipe your eyes and she just hits you again. I okay. love it. I'm going to check it out. I love it. And it's underrated. She gets like two stars on it. It's something crazy. You say, but that, that's not... That's not... That's no. not the comic crowd. That's like a... That's the general public's mm, opinion. Of, right, right. You know, they, they just want what they want. Right. But if you're really looking at comedy... Yeah. She probably killed. She killed. Yeah. Like that old Cat Williams kill. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. killed. Like, killed. How, how you feel about Kevin Hart? Um, I used to love Kevin Hart. You used know, to. Uh, night night nigga, night 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 nigga. Yeah, you to. know, um, I I kind of when he went super big, it, it was too bright for me to see. I'm, I'm kind of down here in the what's going on here. Like yeah. he made it. God bless. I sure. I kind of stopped listening. Sure. You know, I sure. mean, I don't know what else he's gonna talk about. But Ferraris and rich friends now, because that's kind of what happens when you make it. Like you don't have that. Yeah, you know your wife talking about you pissing in the bed, that grown ass nigga. That ain't happening no more. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he even has that anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna judge the multi-billionaire guy that's kicking ass. It's just now he got his money. Yeah, the edge that I used to enjoy, I, I felt was was changed into a commercial, more accepted worldwide, so you could be a better comic and sell out stadiums, yeah. right? You know, so the stuff I like isn't gonna sell out stadiums. I like that raunchy shit that like that's funny. Yeah, like yeah. the old Lil Wayne. Yeah, like the old Lil Wayne. Old Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like I like Wayne. I love Wayne. <laughs> I do, son. He's just so clever, man. No, that nigga's one of the a. Hey, he is the probably one of the most clever people on this fucking planet. If you listen to so, if so you just take a second and not, what do you say that was silly? If you really process what he just said and how he got there. You're like, holy fuck his brain. He's been dubbed a genius. Yeah, beyond G. That dude, just listen to any rap, man. He's just killing it. And it's, it's, cold. it's, it's like above it. and beyond of everybody else. People are writing lyrics to a beat. He's like freestyling in his flow, his style, and he's making sense. Yeah. It's so loose. Yeah. It's that's that's epitome. That's the epitome of rhyme, son. Yeah. No, he is. He's, yeah. He's top notch. Uh, 
I, I just like mixtape Wayne. I like mixtape yeah. Wayne. I like Carter One Wayne. Yeah, yeah, Carter yeah. Two Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black is hot. Yeah. Black is hot. Yeah. 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 See, that's what, what how you get, man. Like, so I used to do hip hop. Mm-hmm. And that was when I didn't have shit, right? And then I started skydiving, making a little money. I had nothing else to write about. Like, I had no, the sh- uh, it wasn't, is like, this song is like, it's all, I'm having fun on a Sunday. Like, I didn't, yeah. I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't have it anymore, right? So, I, like, I felt my material was shit now, so I just stopped kind of writing. Because, like, yeah. I don't know, I lost that, that hunger, that grit, you know? Yeah. It just happens, man. You get a Bentley and a helicopter and a fucking you can't jet identify, and shit. Yeah, 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 man, you're getting foot massages. You're talking about grimy? Yeah. <laughs> You get foot massage on the, on the G4. You talking about yeah, these niggas. <laughs> no, you're not. You're talking about CDs and yeah, you know, like returns. You know, product now. Now you're business. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the point of that fucking rant was. No, Dre Ricks, man. Okay. What's happening? Super fun having you on the show, son. Yeah, I appreciate it. Eh? It was T. It was awesome, right? Yeah. Yeah, Even man. I didn't fill out that questionnaire. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, we, don't need no, we don't need no question there, dog. <laughs> hey, will you come back on the show? Yeah, anytime. All right, any anytime. other dates you want to you put out there? Uh, just, uh, what I got, August 7th, Father Knows Best. We'll be in New York. I don't know uh, what borough is hit, but uh, yeah, we'll be out there. What's your favorite mic around town? My favorite mic around town? Yeah, like, like if you, hey, this if week you go only do one fucking mic of your choice, and the rest of the time you're going to be busy doing something else, Whoa. where would you go? If I only had to do one? Man, that's tough. Um... If I only had to do one, it'd probably be Buzzmill. It'd be Buzzmill on Riverside, Willow Creek. Uh, All right. Just because I give you ten minutes, and it's usually a, a not. It's not a not. It's a non-comic crowd, so it's not a lot of comics watching wow. you. Yeah. So at least you can get some feedback. Buzzmill. And they let you rock for ten minutes. Ten minutes. That's badass. So, I mean, that's that's just that's stage unheard time. of. A stage time. That is unheard of. Yeah. So it's cool. Um, Tramps is cool. Tramps is cool if you want to just go up there and be raw and uh, work out something new, like off the top of the head. Right. Tramps is cool because you can yeah. you can let go. I've never I've never had a non comic crowd yet. I can't wait to that's, see what that feels like. That's all. You, that's all we aspire for, really. Right. Uh, who the fuck wants to tell jokes in front of the same the motherfuckers you've been watching for? Who have their phones out anyway? Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck they at all. Fuck. But if you get a laugh, man, you dug that laugh out of the side of the earth. So. Here's what like I thought about that. I thought about that though. It's they know you. Once once they know you, they know yeah. your nuances, right? So it almost feels like a crowd, your personal crowd. Yeah. So the laugh is cool. But when you're trying to work out like new material and shit, mm-hmm. it's like they judge you a little, little harsher. <laughs> they do. They you're judge. Like, what's this bullshit? Yeah, they talking about. Like, you ain't, that's not you. You ain't try that shit. So, yeah. My favorite mic is probably Buzzmill, just because it's a you can work out for right. ten minutes and you can slow it down and stretch what, it out. What nights is that? Uh, Monday night. Monday nights. Buzzmill. Yeah, I'm actually supposed to go talk to the girl tonight about uh, possibly hosting that. All right. So I might be hosting that or something else at Buzzman. That'd be badass. So, I'm going to yeah. try to get on with you. I yeah, got, come fuck with me. I got a weak, shitty 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she gave me 20. She gave me 20 and uh, probably shouldn't have done that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. Oh, but, man. I mean, I got some laughs, but it was like, but like uh, you had to suffer through it. Ugh. At least ten minutes of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I probably got three minutes, Amazing. like three minutes strong, and the rest is gonna be like hit or miss, yeah. kicking dogs in the face. And it's hard, man. People yeah. don't understand. Like, oh, it, man, that shit is. It's tough. It is fucking way hard. I Just mean, to you put st- five minutes together. It feels like a base jump, man. Like, so when you start base jumping, you start thinking base jump is when you jump off like a building with a parachute or a bridge or some oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So when you decide to make a base jump, that's when you start base jumping. 
because you're running over a thing in your head and you're scared and it's like, fuck, if this goes wrong, what do I need to think about and how do I fix it? Same thing with the mic. When I decide, okay, I'm doing fucking owl on Wednesday, night owl on Wednesday and then yeah. going to Tramps, try yeah. this new sh- I Dude, I start living it that second up until I get on the stage. You know, it's that big of a deal, yeah. you know? No, it's, it is. Because, uh, you, like you said, you got to know your audience and you got to adjust the material. Right. Like, night owl... Uh, the acoustics is horrible in that. Right. It's horrible. It is. And so you almost got to talk slower or I deliver it so strong where it's like the acoustics don't matter, but it's, right. you can't approach it the same way as like an open air, open mic. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the owl, man, there'd be the conversations at the bar, people arguing in the bag with their fight. fucking wife and shit. You gotta fight. <laughs> and you're like, hey, what up, Austin? <laughs> so, oh, about, y'all don't give a fuck back there? Y'all don't give a fuck either. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and then the worst part is the comics that just got off stage and their friends back there making all the noise for the next set. It's nuts. It's a nutty city. This is a fucking nutty city. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens in New York. I'm, I'm it's tough. To hit, hit like three mics a night. It's some fucking drunk maniacs that are New Yorkers and don't give a fuck, and they believe they're adding to your set. I've seen That's it over and over. They're like, oh, yeah, da-da-da. And you're like, ah, you're fucking me up. Yeah. I've seen so many comics be like, all right, and then the whole show goes at those people until yeah. they leave. <laughs> so the comedians, just, they're raw, too. They don't give a fuck. And I want their grind, too. I want the I want the raw crowd, though. Because if people boo at you, at least you know. At least you know. You don't get the sympathy applause. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't want the sympathy applause. Hey, have you ever been around the, uh, the comedy club grind? Like, with the, I don't know. New York has a different feel to it, man. This These is really cats the stand on the, okay, they stand on the sidewalk. Yeah. Outside the club. Free show, free show, because there's five oh, barking, clubs. Barking, barking. Yeah, there's five clubs. And then you gather the crowd, and then you do your show. Right. Right? And then you get a cut or whatever, and then you go back out and start hustling again. Go to Grizzly Pear, man. Hang out with those guys. Grizzly Tell them I said what up, man. Grizzly Pear, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's... You got to be there for you got to be there for three hours, four hours to really see the whole cycle, right? Because you can't just go in for a show. It's having fun. You got to be out there with them smoking blunts in between, yeah. chilling out, making jokes and shit, and yeah. then and then go out to the crowd and try to get the next. And who's up next? And they're like, it's a job, yeah. it's a hustle, it's a grind. And I never seen that part of the comedy, you know. And it, it's no, that's cool. I it feel was like eye opening. I mean, I feel like that's cool, but it's not necessary. Oh, it depends where you're at. You're right. That's that what I'm saying. Because August, I, think we, that I is. mean, in Austin, we don't do none of that. None of that shit. But we get well, probably way more stage time than this. Yeah, it's, it's you know cutthroat. Without pay. It's Manhattan, son. It's cutthroat. It's got to be tough to even get up. Yeah. I'm going yeah. out there with broad jokes, like, uh, not broad jokes, but... Like, wide range. Wide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going out there with, like, world jokes and, like, right. you know what I'm saying? Shit that everybody can... Not not a lot of people travel, so I travel. I can tell travel jokes. Right, right, and you that's going to be an international audience. Boom. Oh, that's that's awesome. why I feel like in New York is. Yeah, man. Well, good luck, Dre Riggs. Yeah, I appreciate it. man. Wazzy Circus Thanks, Radio, thank you for checking us out, guys. Uh, we'll be out next week with another episode. Love.